Hello and welcome to the Counterpress Podcast. I am your host, Kirk Kinsey, and I am flying solo tonight. Some of you may have seen by now, Josh uh, got engaged tonight. So congratulations to Josh. We are thrilled at uh, the new signing here at the Counterpress and wish them all the best. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for him. So Josh is not with us. It's just me to recap the the match from Saturday night uh, against Club America. And what a match it was. Um, LAFC started off, um, and it was very clear from the beginning what uh, what they were up to, what America was up to. I think the first the first inkling that I got was when Leo Suarez stood over Cheeky Palacios and dove and started flopping around on the ground after uh, Palacios tried to stand up and pushed him away, acting like you know faking basically a knee injury. Uh, and Palacios got an early yellow card. And to his credit, I thought he was going to have to come off eventually because I figured they were going to be throwing so many uh, attacks down that wing, especially after they went after LAFC had already gone down a man. We'll get more into that later. Um, but credit to Palacios for defending well all night, even on a yellow. He, I mean, I think he had to defend for uh, over 90 minutes after stoppage time um, on that yellow card. So well done to him because that was a, that was a tough order. Um, all in all, aside from the one slip on yet another uh, <laughs> another set piece goal from a corner, um, LAFC played very, very well defensively. I think this back line uh, has has what it needs to get the job done both uh, tomorrow night against Tigres and and next year in MLS. I I know that people aren't too fond of, of, uh, Tristan Blackman. They think he's, he's not the guy. I couldn't disagree more. Josh and I have been very consistent on this point. Blackman is a great player. Um, and we saw it on display last night. Um, especially once LAFC went down, they went to kind of like a four, three, two with, with Vela and, and Rossi up top. And essentially what they would do is they would just funnel all the plays to the wings. Uh, where eventually you'd see Blessing and K double team a, a winger with with Palacios or or Blackman, depending on the side of the field that they were on. Um, so all in all, I, I think Blackman did a great job. I think he and Mario are are a great pairing on that right side. And uh, if we can just start start stopping a few more set pieces, I I think this team can get back to the defensive form that they were in last year. Um, so we mentioned the corner kick, uh, this the goal from the corner kick. Uh, again, zonal marking bites LAFC. Uh, they're just not first to the ball, and there's nobody on the back post to clear that one away. Vermeer looks like he's frozen, um, which is a very common theme with him. Uh, and ball goes right in. I mean, a good header. Well placed corner, but man, it is still really frustrating to see this um, this kind of just abysmal marking from LAFC. Um, so play continues. 
And I mean, LAFC looked like they were on the front foot all like the entire match. They were the ones dominating possession, creating chances. I don't think America had another shot on goal in the entire game. Um, whereas LAFC were the ones that were, again, dominating the possession battle, creating all the chances. And that really brings us up to about the 40th minute, I think it was. There's, I don't, I don't remember how the play initially started, maybe from a corner kick. Um, and there's a loose ball at the top of the box in the air. Atuesta comes in to try and win it and is kicked in the chest. Um, I've seen a couple angles. It's still hard to see exactly what happened. Again, the, the CCL cameras are garbage. The broadcasts are garbage. Um, if this tournament ever wants to be anything bigger than it, whoever it is with the broadcasting rights needs to step it up um, and do a much better job with the broadcasts. But Atuesta is kicked. Uh, whether or not it was before or after the ball, it, it's a little bit unclear to me. To me, it looked like a penalty. Uh, the broadcasters said several times it looked like a penalty. I think everybody's pretty much in agreement there. So Atuesta goes down. No penalty is awarded, and play continues. And then after play stops or the ref blows it dead eventually because Ochoa, Memo Ochoa, comes out to talk smack to Atuesta, uh, stands over him as he's getting up, and Atuesta kind of makes this quick motion to get up at some point, and Ochoa fakes like he is hit in the face. And... It's clear from every angle. I, we've seen it from the AR's angle now on Twitter uh, in slow motion. We've seen it from behind the net. We've seen it from every angle possible. And I feel like this is turning into like some sort of Zaprooter film session where we're trying to figure out how many bullets were there, where were they coming from, how could there only be one shooter. It's like this giant conspiracy. Nobody can pinpoint what Atuesta hit Ochoa with or where he hit him. But Ochoa goes down and literally starts crying, crying, tears, alligator tears, um, rolling on the ground. Atuesta goes back down after he's shoved by uh, by another by another Club America uh, player. And so they're both on the ground. The ref comes over. They're trying to sort it out. It's just a giant mess. Um, and eventually at the end of the scrum, the ref shows Atuesta a red card. And at this point, I mean, I was really confused because this all happened off camera. So I, I, I was really confused. And the, you know, the, the couple times you do see it, it doesn't look like Atuesta actually hits him in the face. I, I, I don't know. And in fact, as Atuesta standing up, if I'm, if I remember correctly, Memo's got his hand on Atuesta's head. So I, I don't know. I don't know how he could have even reached up and hit him in the face. Uh, with Memo doing like the kind of little brother thing where you put your your hand on their head and hold them at arm's length. Um, but yeah, ultimately Atuesta sent off, um, and LAFC are are playing a man down, um, and not just any man. I mean, we've seen LAFC fall apart almost completely without Atuesta this season because he's he's that important to the midfield. Um, so. Play continues. I think we go through like eight minutes of stoppage time, no goals. And then at, 
at halftime, there's another skirmish that breaks out on the sideline. And you have Miguel Herrera yelling at Bob, and Bob is seemingly confused at why he's being yelled at, telling him just to play football, make it about football, just play football. Uh, Classic Bob, right? Um, And Piojo is just losing his mind. And uh, the, the LAFC staff smartly, you know, escorts Bob away. And then Ante Razov gets into it with, with Piojo and they're like pulling each other's hair. I, I only saw Piojo pull his hair. Uh, Ante's that is, I, I didn't see Ante pull Piojo's hair, but they're, they're both heated and eventually they're both sent off. Um, this is all kind of sorted out as we come back from the halftime commercial break. And all of a sudden you see Miguel and he's up in the stands and it, it, <laughs> 10 minutes later, he's got a radio in his hands and he's radio instructions down to the field. Uh, just, just an absolute disaster. And, and he's crying too. Miguel Herrera is crying, uh, man. It just, what is with all the tears during the game? Um, these guys just could not pull it together. Um, anyway, shortly after the half starts, America are trying to play the ball out of the back. There's a lazy pass from center back to center back. And Vela just says, you know what? Screw it. I'm doing it myself. He goes up, intercepts a pass, and puts it in the back of the net. And at that point, I was like, oh, okay. Shorthanded goal. Here we go. Maybe maybe we got something. And in about you know 90 seconds later, I feel like it was. I'm not exactly sure exactly how long, how much time had passed. Uh, I think it's Eddie Segura clears kind of a ball to the left wing in the attacking third. Vela gets onto it and puts that one in the back of the net too. And at this point, I'm losing my mind because two shorthanded goals in three or four minutes after the half. And now it's just a matter of, all right, let's just let's just bunker down and, and defend this. Um, and still, LAFC looked more dangerous the entire half. Uh, I mentioned earlier how they kind of played in this 4-3-2 with Rossi and Vela sitting up top as just kind of outlets and the midfield sitting back a little bit more and just funneling all the balls towards towards the wing and then and then pressing from there. And they were really effective, as I said. No more shots on goal. Um, and America just looked really desperate the entire half. Um, and... LAFC saw it out when Latif Blessing even gets a, a, a stoppage time goal. Um, just a great dominating performance. Um, I should mention eventually America go down to 10 men as well because I don't remember who it was. Somebody comes in, they were on a yellow already and Rossi's trying to see the ball into the corner and just kind of like, you know, kill time. And he comes in and, and slides through the back of his legs as the ball is pushed away. And uh, the ref, as far as I remember, didn't give a second yellow, just put, went straight to his back pocket for the red. Um, so they had to play a man down for the last, I don't know, 15 minutes or so, I think. And uh, LAFC get the win. And I think this is probably the biggest win in club history. Um Maybe the Galaxy playoff match um, from last year challenges it just because of the history with Zlatan and then his exit um, and just the way that LAFC dominated that game, scoring five goals. 
uh, all the Oles at the at the end of the at the end of the match. But this against Club America, who are traditionally the best club on the continent, um, in such a dominating performance, even shorthanded, and uh, ultimately got the coach. Uh, got the other coach fired. Miguel Herrera is is out. Uh, he was sacked after this complete domination by LAFC. Um, so to all you clowns that drove the twelve miles from Carson to the Bank of California Stadium and put up your little Club America banners and lit up road flares, you guys can choke on it because. Your club got outclassed, um, and you guys played a really embarrassing game. From the very outset of the match, it was clear that you were that you came to just roll around, dive everywhere you could, and uh, and just make it an ugly game and treat it unprofessionally. And that's that's honestly how I feel. I feel like that was just an unprofessional performance from the club that is supposed to be the powerhouse on the continent. You came out, you dove, you cried multiple times. You started, I don't know how many scuffles, so many dirty tackles like the one on Rossi, just an embarrassing performance. And you need to wear the L in shame because that was abysmal. So you can take your little banners and your road flares and you can drive back down the 110 to Carson and eat it because both your teams are gone. Uh, both Club America now, both Club America and and Galaxy are in shambles right now. Um, and I'd like to think that LAFC had a, a hand in both of those. So we've gone through the match a little bit here. We will get into some listener questions. Um, Twitter, LAFC Twitter did not disappoint on Saturday night or Sunday. Uh, just fantastic. Um, great work from everybody. Um, I know that I said I might not censor, uh, but I'm going to have to because I, I don't want the, the entire podcast, uh, labeled. Um, so we're going to keep it family friend friendly. I'll do my best to, uh, edit these as I go along. This one from Alistair Christie at Christiali Ochoa is a blank male anatomy. He actually cried from no contact. Embarrassing. How can you spend 45 minutes in the stands with a walkie after getting sent off? Speaking of Piojo, could Atuesta keep playing if he played in a different position? <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. That's a, that's a clever point. Sifu and Mac put in a ton of work tonight and hats off to Mac for putting the last game behind him. We need to sign Mario. Give him whatever he's asking for. Um, finally, Ante Razov is a legend. Rowdy Rodder Piper would have been proud of that. Um, all of this is good. I, I, I'm really uh, confused at, at the use of a radio in the stands. Um, as far as I understand it, that factored into CONCACAF suspension of Miguel Herrera. Um, I don't know. I didn't follow that incident too closely. I was just mostly shocked that that happened. Uh, it doesn't really matter now because he's out of a job. Um, I agreed on Ochoa crying from zero contact and that it is embarrassing. And uh, yeah, Ante Razov, just very smart move to get in the scuffle, get in between Piojo and Bob so that Bob doesn't get sent off. 
Um, it's a really clever move. Oh, and there's more from at Christielli. Wow, I panicked, drank 16 pints of water, and woke the kids up twice during that game. Palacios got lucky with punching out early. Clearly a premeditated move from America to blank house like that. Out to West, extremely unfortunate. How did the guy who hit him in the face not get a card? I think he hit him in the chest. Um, oh, maybe this was after when he came up to push him. Um, again, I, with no VAR, I mean, th- for the VAR haters out there, um, this is a clear incident where you need it applied. I, I do agree that the Premier League is employing it in, in like a completely overblown manner when it comes to calling offside. But uh, man, if if there was ever a case for the use of VAR, especially in something like this, like uh, reviewing some sort of skirmish, this was it. Because that whole sequence was just ridiculous. And now Atuesta's suspended for the next match. PG at Paul T. Greco. It's so great to see us with this passion and fire. I appreciated the professional play in controlling the ball in the corner at the end of the game. Quite possibly one of the most satisfying wins in our history. What should we expect from Tigres in, uh, in the next game? To be honest, again, this is one of those, I, I don't watch enough Lee IMX to, to know these, these clubs in and out. Um, but uh, I think you, we're going to face a similar challenge. Uh, from what I did see when Tigres played Olympia, they play a very open style, kind of like LAFC. They were very quick on the counterattack. Uh, their press through the midfield was good. And it's hard to know if that's just because they were playing Olympia, if they'll be as successful against LAFC, if LAFC will be as press resistant as they normally are because of Atuesta. Um, Let's we'll see what happens. Um, but certainly agree that they're playing with a different, like a different level. And and I think I think Vela is, is pissed. <laughs> I think he is just pissed off and ready to to take some souls. And I think that's exactly what you saw. The way that he came out after that second half, uh, man, if you could bottle whatever that is that he that he tapped into, you could be the richest man or woman ever because that was incredible what he did. And it's stealing that ball and then getting on that, getting on the second goal as well. Uh, next one from Lionel Hutz at from cheap seat. I know Bob will never commit to it, but love seeing Vela and Rossi alone up front. They play so well off of each other. Moose isn't adding anything to the team with Atuesta out. I'd go with a four, four, two blessing Sifu Janela and Mac in the middle. Um, I, so I do agree. I think Musovsky's too slow, uh, at this level. I, I don't think he's going to be testing these back lines at all. With that being said, I find it hard to believe that Bob isn't going to go with 10 of the same starting 11. Obviously the 11th would be Atuesta who's suspended. Um, just because that's, it's worked so far. Um, and considering the four four two that's suggested here, because I, I do agree they did look good. They did get those two goals. Um, I'm trying to think of. I guess if you put blessing on the right and have him kind of play that right wing, right midfield, and Mac on the left or that left midfield. 
you might be able to do some damage with Sifu and Janela partnering in the in in the middle. Um, assuming it's a flat four four two that you're looking at, um, I think that you that they would be lacking a lot in terms of creativity and and production from the wings, especially because with two midfielders, left and right midfielders ahead of the fullbacks, it's probably not as easy for the fullbacks to find space to overlap. That's one thing about the four, the three-man midfield as they play in a triangle. Those fullbacks are not only, uh, they don't only have the space, but they're expected to move up um, and kind of form that that classic horseshoe or, or, or saddle um, with the with the two center backs, and it's almost like they're in the same line as the six, just out really wide. Um, so I don't know that you're going to see the fullback so involved. And for what it's worth, I think Palacios was one of the most dangerous attackers on the field yet again. Uh, he's had so much success in the past few games, getting down the wing and playing in crosses, and I. Um, I don't know if any of them have actually registered as an assist yet, but just his presence there on the wing, um, especially in the attacking third, has created a lot of problems for for opposing back lines. So that would be my one worry is that you're probably going to pack it in and uh, play defensively. And I don't know that that's LAFC's game. I think they could play it fine, but... Aside from hitting long balls on the counter to to Vela and Rossi, I don't know how else you score, and that just seems a little bit unpredictable to me. Um, whereas LAFC like to be on the front foot and and attacking. All right, next one is from Al Hopkins at Culver City Al, and he's uh, shared a thread that he wrote up with us. It's a good thread. I encourage you to go to uh, his Twitter page and read it. I'm going to get a couple of the highlights here. Uh, what a win last night. Going to enjoy this week forever, much like I felt after the Leon game. Uh, all you fire Bob people look just as dumb now as you did when you said it before. Yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely true. The the fire Bob thing, uh, man, that's you got to wear that one too. Um, moving on to Tigres, we are facing a stronger and better informed opponent. Yeah, I guess I guess it's okay. Um, brings up Gignac and, and his ability to use strength. Um, again, I think I think that back line is uh, is going to give anybody fits in in Concacaf. Um, there's a few more things of what I wanted to get to. What I expect Bob to do is have Janela come on for Cifuentes and either Mahala or B Rod in for Moose. Um, this is assuming it's basically the same lineup and you have Matt K and, and blessing filling out the midfield with Moose starting. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I don't think we see Mahala get the start. I, I think he's probably just a little bit too young and too new in the system. So, um, anyway, Al's got a good thread here, uh, makes a couple comments about K defensively, which I, again, I, I agree that he's he's good in the press um and that's fine i don't think he's as good as Cifuentes is either cutting off angles or passing lanes or making tackles and i think blessing is more active than he is and a more sure tackler but i mean k is gonna he's gonna get you professional performances 
most of the time. Uh, it didn't happen against Cruz Azul, but uh, he played better last uh, on Saturday. All right, next one from Donuts at Steely Zidane. It's even more incredible when you realize Bob only used two of five subs and neither was for a player on a yellow. So again, as I mentioned, Palacios, I, I absolutely anticipated a, a sub for Palacios, either on Munir or, or, or Jordan Harvey coming in. Um, and the only, the only subs he made, uh, I think was Opoku for Moose again. And, uh, blessing came on for Cifuentes. So, um, pretty <laughs> I, I think this is a this is a really good point that he could have made uh made some more subs he could have used some more people to rotate it around a little bit but decided you know what palacios has got this and to uh cheeky's credit he did uh dark winter at mistakes underscore no no questions what an effing game yeah absolutely <laughs> just phenomenal uh al hopkins comes back to Shout a Spanish expletive, which I agree with at uh, Club America. Uh, Roberto Espinosa also says, I second this tweet. So there you go. Uh, Opoku's left foot supporter group, something we can all get behind. Cheeky is man of the match, if not for Vela. Um, and then Josh Cacho says, my vote is for Ante. Um, all, I, again, so many good performances. I think, uh, I think Blessing, I, I think Blackman had an underrated game as well. Um, but yeah, Cheeky's one of the most dangerous attackers on the field in the past few matches as we talked about earlier. Uh, Josh Cacho, friend of the show. Club America is a second-rate club. Um, they are now. <laughs> LAFC absolutely embarrassed them, again, to the point of them firing their manager. Next one, Brian at BR Heat 06. So proud of this team. What a performance led by our captain. Club America were an embarrassment and the refereeing was even worse. For LAFC to overcome that and dominate was wonderful to see. Big kudos to Bob Bradley as well. But how do we replace Atuesta in the final? Um, all great points. I feel like we've we've talked about that again. Vela, I don't know that we've seen a better performance from him in terms of overall impact. Um, scoring two shorthanded goals like that which he basically creates and finishes himself. Um, that just unbelievable. Um, and I do agree that they were an embarrassment and the refereeing was even worse. Um, getting to how to replace out to West in the final. Um, if I had to guess what Bob was going to do, and I don't think it's too far out of any, you know, I don't think it's too far out there. It's probably K at the six with Blessing and Cifuentes as as the 8 and the 10. Um, if it were me, I would probably go with Janela at the 6, but um, it's not me. And I do think that Janela is going to not win as many one-on-one -on -one duels as, as Kay will, um, even though his passing is going to be light years ahead of where Kays is from that, from that position, especially, but, um, I, I think you're going to need a, a, a defensive presence there. So anyway, um, that's all I have for tonight. And want to thank you again for sending in your questions. Josh and I will both be back tomorrow. 
uh, rain or shine, if you will, after the match against Tigres. Hopefully, we're talking about LAFC adding some really significant silverware to the trophy cabinet. Um, So we'll see what happens tomorrow, and we will talk to you all then. Good night. (laughs)